Welcome to the City Church Sermon Podcast. City Church is a new church located in the city of Frisco, Texas, just north of Dallas. Our hope and prayer is that the following message can serve as an encouragement and as a blessing and inspiration in your walk with Christ. If you have any questions about City Church and want more information about us or you want to visit during one of our Sunday celebrations, please visit us online at citychurchfrisco.org or email us at hello at citychurchfrisco.org. If you would like to contribute financially to this ministry, you can do so at citychurchfrisco.org slash give. Thank you for listening. After I got married, I, f- I don't know, my wife loves to travel, and so I enjoy traveling too, okay? Well, what's ironic to me is of all the baggages that are there, and the, you know, when you go and get your baggage, they're all, mostly all, black luggage. You're not able to tell, you know, which one's one from what or whatever. And then I think my wife started using a red, white, and blue ribbon, uh, ribbon to put around for us to distinguish, you know, which one was ours. Okay, so we all know that bags, backpacks, shoulder packs, fanny packs. I don't know who uses fanny packs anymore. They all come in all shapes and sizes, Right. They all come in all shapes and sizes. Okay? They all serve different purposes. Who loves bags? Who loves purses? Who loves... If you can tell back here, they're mostly all my wives. Okay? I think... So, we all know many of us love bags, right? They all serve different purposes. The bags that I'm going to be talking about tonight is not these kind of bags that you have here, okay? From time to time, we carry baggages in our lives, okay? These baggages, like I said before, come in all shapes and sizes. You probably pick up a lot of baggage in your life thinking that it's going to change things and make things easier in your life. We all, all of us here, have a baggage journey. We all here have a baggage journey. It may have started since we were little playing at the park. Maybe in your baggage journey, many people have put on a baggage because they were made fun of in the playground. And then elementary school, Maybe something embarrassing happened to you and you put up another baggage in your life. Maybe in your household, you feel like you have been treated unfairly and you go on to put up another baggage. There's households where people go through abuse, physical abuse, psychological abuse, mentally, and they go on and put on more baggage. You see how it starts to kind of look awkward? Then you get to middle school, and your first pimple comes out. And that's another baggage, because now we're over here worried about how we look, if people are going to accept us how we are. If I need to change who I am so I can fit in, 
Then we put on more baggage because we feel that our parents don't understand us. We feel like sometimes we're alone. And we all go ahead and put on more baggage in our lives. Maybe you're always being singled out because you're a believer. Maybe you feel like you don't fit in in school because you think differently. You have different goals in your life. Or maybe another baggage could be that the relationship with God may be non-existent or has gotten cold. So there's a lot of baggages that people put on themselves. Different, different reasons while our baggage journey has taken us. And before we know it, we're completely overloaded with what? Baggage. It's easy to be overloaded with baggage, and it seems to come from everywhere. Baggage at times can make us feel unworthy, can make us act a certain way to disguise what we really are carrying in our lives. We try to put up a front in our house because we don't want our parents to know. We try to put up front maybe at church because we don't want our church friends to know. We put up a front maybe even on our own friends in school because we really don't want them to know what really is going on inside our lives. Many of us keep things inside, say, you know what, I'll try to see if I can manage with all this baggage in my life. Like I said before, it, had made, it started since the beginning of our lives. It makes me wonder if Jesus has anything to say about this. If the Bible has anything to talk about baggage. Or even better, if the Bible even says why we have baggage. So let's go ahead and find out what the Bible has to say. I'm going to go ahead and, and if you guys can follow along in the screen, it's going to be in uh, Peter, 1 Peter 5, 6. It says, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand. Okay. Humble yourselves under God's mighty hand. Y'all, I, you all know that I love to break down the verses when we're in class. And I'm going to do the same here tonight. Okay? So it says, humble yourselves under God's mighty hand. That he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be alert and sober mind. Okay, be alert. Know what's going on around you. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Who are we going to resist? Resist him, standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. 
So where there we know that we are not the only ones. And then it goes on to say, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, okay, meaning that it's not going to last forever, it says for a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. So this is wrote, written by Peter, obviously. And we, who, who do we know Peter was? Who was he? A disciple, which means that he was walking close with God, right? He was with him. He, he was his buddy. He walked with him. They ate together. They hung out together. He was with Jesus side by side. And Peter right now is writing this letter to the Christians all over who were experiencing persecution so that in itself is a baggage don't you think so when we read this letter we get a mixture of reality of what's going on at this moment with them so this passage helps us to understand why we have baggage you may be discouraged that you can't seem to change Even when you really want to. You say, you know what? I really want to change, but I can't change. I really don't want this to be carrying this anymore on myself. I really want to change, but I can't. But Peter gives us the answer to those issues. And he's going to tell us the reasons why we have baggage. Number one, baggage comes from the enemy. God is not putting these baggages on the, on the road here for you in your journey. So it says, we read, right, that the, the enemy is like a roaring lion, right? So he's putting all these baggages up here for you, and there goes Angel. Oh, that baggage looks so nice. Let me put it on myself. So the enemy knows, okay, that plan worked. Let me go ahead and put on some more baggage on Angel. Says your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Many of you here tonight have baggage and can't even identify that it came from the enemy. The enemy does not like that we are striving to better ourselves. The enemy does not like whenever you make that declaration in your life saying, you know what, I'm going to start doing better. I'm going to start to better myself, listen to my parents, do better in school, do better in my relationship with God. You know what the enemy says? I don't like it. So he starts to throw baggages left, right, left, right. There you go. Hopefully some of these can slow him down. I don't want him to get closer to God. I don't want her to listen to her parents. The enemy throws out these baggages for us to carry them around. Number two, we can resist the devil. 
we can't resist him. Peter tells us to resist the devil. We learned that all Christians suffer. Right? When we read that, we learned that all Christians suffer, but God is greater than the suffering. It may seem that you are the only one that is struggling, but if you are struggling, let me tell you that you are not alone. You have brothers and sisters around you that are suffering as well. We need to realize that when we are firm in our faith, the devil cannot withstand us. The enemy wants to make you feel defeated. That is his ultimate goal because he knows we follow God by what? By faith, right? So by faith, if, God, if the devil knows that if you are following God by faith, he knows if, you, if he takes your faith away, you have nothing left. So his, his primary goal is to put doubt in your mind, put doubt in, in what's going on in your life so that you lose your faith. It's game over. His ultimate goal is to see you defeated. His ultimate goal is to take over your life. But we can resist him with the power of Christ in our lives. There is still a third thing Peter teaches us here that it's important. Number three, humility. It says, humble yourselves. Humility is the key to losing your baggage. Humility is the key to losing your baggage. What is humility? Growing up, I used to think of it as a negative thing. Like I had to, you know, minimize myself. Let people run over me. That's not what it's referring to. It's something good. The dictionary defines humility as a modest view of one's importance. We are humble when we realize we aren't the most important thing in the universe. I know none of the igniter like that. Nobody's, everybody here is humble, right? When you are humble, you realize that you are not the main person, that the world does not revolve around you. It also means that we understand that we cannot lose our baggage all by ourselves. Because we humble ourselves, we know that God is the only one that can make that happen for us. But when we are not humble, we say, I can do this on my own. I don't need God. Guess what's going to happen? You cannot do it on your own you will soon realize that you need divine help in order to lose that baggage. And just in case you all didn't know, humility is an attractive quality to find in someone. Humility is an... I was looking at the Levi slogan. It says... Quality never goes out of style. So then I was like, you know what? What if I were to replace quality with humility and put humility never goes out of style? Humility never goes out of style. When we remain humble, God will place you in places 
that you never imagined. Why? Because you humbled yourself and you gave God all the honor and all the glory. But when you start saying, you know what, it's because of me, because of me. I don't need God in my life. It's not going to end up too well for you. Once we know that the baggage comes from the enemy and that we can resist the enemy, in that humility is the key to losing our baggage, we can finally find out how to do what Peter tells us to do. He says, cast all your anxieties on God because he cares for you. Cast all of your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So let's go ahead and talk about this key phrase. Because okay, there's a lot of things contained in this single sentence. When we realize that it's because of the enemy putting all these baggages out and we're over here putting all these baggages in our lives. But now that you know that you can resist the enemy and that if you humble yourself and let God take over, the baggage can start coming out of your life. Because when we get out of the way, Jesus can get in the way of the enemy. When we get out of the way, then Jesus can get in the way of the enemy. You know what happens to our baggage when Jesus gets in the way? It comes off. Because we got out of the way and Jesus was able to come in. Jesus takes all of our baggage unto himself. You see, God came on this earth for one reason only. And that's to save each and one of you. And when times like this in your life comes and you have all this baggage on you, this is the one of the main reasons why he came to die for you so that you can just put all your anxiety, all your burdens, all your baggage on God. That broken relationship of somebody close to you that hurt you can finally be healed and you can find peace when you let God. That deep wound from a loved one being absent from your life is now turned into something good because now you can help someone who may be struggling with the same thing. When you let go of your grudges and hurts against someone close to you, maybe your parents or your friends, you can start to open up with your parents and have that open communication. When you have that open communication with your parents, your parents can start to understand you and you can start to understand where your parents are coming from. You begin to forget of things that are not important in your life. Things that we put before God. And we concentrate on the things that are really important in our lives, like our school right now, our studies, what we're going to do in the future. Playing sports, maybe. Or most important of all, 
concentrating on God. Start to care more about pleasing God than pleasing others. And I'll say it again, when we get out of the way, Jesus gets in the way of the enemy. Verse 10 says, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace will himself restore you. He will strengthen you. If you know Jesus, if you really indeed know Jesus, this is an awesome problem, a promise to share with others. And if you don't know Jesus, you can have that kind of hope when you place your trust in him. He wants to take every baggage from everyone here and turn it into a blessing. All God wants you to do is for you to let him to take over your life. He wants to fix the things in your life that is going on right now. He personally wants to come in and take care of everything. He wants to sweep things up and fix everything and put it in order. But guess what? God has to be number one in your life in order to happen because God does not share his throne with anybody. So come on and evaluate yourself, Ignite students, and let me think to yourself, what is the most important thing in my life right now? Is that most important thing in your life right now taking over God because if God is not number one in your life God cannot do anything in your life because he needs to be number one he needs to be number one what if you found out that you had a good good friend but he or she was only your good friend on the weekends because during the week she did not know you he didn't know you how would you feel if you were only good on the weekends and during the week they could care less about you see that's how God feels with us at times Because we may just remember him on Sundays when we come to church and during the week it's someone else that is governing in our hearts. I want you to identify the baggage in your life and I want you to realize no matter how big your baggage is, God can take care of it. I want you to realize that you can defeat the enemy when you become humble and recognize that you need Jesus to take control in your life. Let's be honest. We try to carry those burdens on our own. We do. If you get out of the way and let Jesus get in the way, you'll discover how to cast your anxieties, your baggage, onto Jesus. I'm going to ask you to stand at this moment.